2: What's going on, everyone? This is the Schmodown Rundown. I am Frank Janish. No Brad or Steph this week, but that's all right. I have PLD with me for some backup, and we have a bit of a special episode this week as we have the chairman of the movie trivia Schmodown, Christian Harloff, joining us. We're going to grill him for 45 to 50 minutes about how great Shazam is, the greatest team of all time. That's the entire episode. Um, Maybe we'll ask him about season 9, or PLD, should we just ask him about... Stuff season
0: let Let's just play the Patriots. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> for the entire
2: time,
0: nothing but the Patriots.
2: Well, I'm very excited about this upcoming season. There's been a lot of talk behind the scenes about what we like to do, want to do, hope to do coming out of the digital era back into studio matches, which is a big key part of the reboot as uh, season nine is titled. And one, Christian Harloff, I want to know what's the most exciting part going into season nine for you?
0: Um, I, without giving too much away, I'm just happy to be making television. You know, it's like I, I we're we're gonna be. I wanna I wanna make a show, and I and obviously obviously focus on the the trivia and the accomplishments and all of that. But the the main word I think, Frank, that you guys mentioned, I think on your show, and certainly I was watching the Bateman and, and PLD show when they did the backstage episode the other day. Um, fun. I want it to be fun again. It just and it's to no one's fault about uh, the. What well, you got stuck in the last two years that we got put in, but we lost a lot of the fun, you know, and it's, and we lost a lot of the investment and it's not to say there weren't some great trivia matches. I think that we can all agree there was some, maybe some of the best trivia matches that we've yes. ever seen. Um, But it's not why we all fell in love with it Um, and we need to get back to that and we're excited to get back to that and being back in the studio is that, and I can, you know, I'll, I'll tell everybody right now, some people know, some people don't, we're getting back in the studio this weekend and we're shooting We're shooting on Friday and we're shooting on Saturday and we're shooting a lot of fun stuff. And the way that it's going to be designed, and I see a lot of the chatter in the Facebook groups about, you know, w- well, when are we getting announcements? When are we yeah. getting build up? Once um, you y- be careful what you wish for, because once the hype starts coming, it's not going to stop. So <laughs> we're we're giving it it's once it starts, it's going to keep on going. And this is consider this right now. Really, one of the first things kind of going on. So,
2: yeah, and I will say about you know bringing back the fun. I think it's a it's a different kind of fun. The digital had its moments with the whole faction era, and I I, I enjoyed following you know the points and who's in first, who's second, who's going to win it all. Yeah. It was corruption, obviously, both times. But there's just a different type of fun when when you do this type of um, show in person. You know when everyone's in the same room, feeling each one you know each other's energy and I think people who've been to live events, you know, I think can relate because, you know, you watch a digital match. It's just not the same as watching, you know, a pay-per-view match in person in, you know, in Brooklyn. Right. So I think there's a, it's a different version of fun that I think I could speakly say for most of the showdown that would much prefer this type of environment because it's a lot, just a lot more fun because it's a different type of fun. And I think it's going to bring out the best in everyone this year, Um, even though everyone did great the past following seasons and
0: yeah. look look at look at the difference i mean i think that i said it to you many times frank when we were standing there whether it was at the cantina certainly in new york and certainly at the spectacular how different it was than when you're like i and i'll i'll be completely honest by the end of the season when i had to do digital matches i was like oh, okay we got to do a match and and am i and i've never felt that way doing studio matches yeah. it's always okay what how is that going to pan out and how is that person going to play and paul you know you nailed it on the head when you said it the other day if i'm not excited about it it's a problem Right. And, and, I, and I know that I'm aware of that. And I have to be excited about it. And it's not that I'm not excited about the the stars that we have. We've got and, and you were actually, you guys were both correct. Thank God for the digital era, because we found a lot of good. We a lot of new talent, but a lot of people. And and so we're going to be the fact that we're going to be you're going to see a lot of those people also um, there. We're going to be able to maneuver. There's things, this is what I will say. And you guys both know and there will be a major announcement on the first pay-per-view. That I that I can tell people. So I would tune, I would tune into it if you can watch it. First of all, it's gonna be it's Smets and, and Chandrew. And I already told Frank and PLD that I'll announce the undercard for that tonight on this show. But um there's also gonna be a major announcement on that show, and it's gonna really change the face of the Shmoda, And I and, and I want you guys to be honest with me, please, because we're on the air. Sure. You you both know what it is. How much is this? Do you do you think? It's going to change the Schmodown. Are you excited for what I told you? And I want you to be honest with me, for sure.
1: Pildy, I want to hear, want to hear your thoughts, because I haven't talked to you about this. Honestly, 100%, when I got the call about this, I started quaking in my boots how excited I was. This is exactly kind of something I had visualized this myself a little bit in terms of what you have in mind. Uh, but when you laid it out in front of me, I got excited, more excited than I have been about the showdown in a long time. And I've always been excited about the Schmodown. But this is what the Schmodown should be, and it would, always should have been to I am all on board with this decision that you've made and uh, going forward. I can't wait to see how everybody else reacts to it.
2: Yeah, I think when I was on the phone with you, Christian, you, you're laying it out. I'm starting to see it. I'm like, okay, I like this. And, and as you kept going on and on about things that we could do and, and the way it would operate and how it would affect just the entire landscape of how the Shmodan operates, it, it becomes very exciting to think about the possibilities we can do within you know this tweak or change, if you will, how the show is presented. And yeah, I think by the end of the conversation, I think I was just also popping up with different ideas that came out of this, you know, and so I think it leads for a lot of possibilities, which is a fun thing, because the more possibilities I think we have, uh, the more I think you can include people and do different things, fun things, and uh, I'm really excited to see it all come together, you know, come this pay-per-view that we're, we're headlining which with, with Smets and Chandru. It's going to be
1: a lot of fun. It becomes a must-see, it becomes a must-see TV. Well, Anything you, can happen.
0: Yes, and the thing is what I what I was talking about with that the, the way that this idea went presented and again, everybody will kind of know what the whole thing is once you watch the pay-per-view on on the, February 26th with 26, yeah. with Smets and Chandru, we will reveal what we're going to be doing. Um, but I like I said, when I have an I when I have an idea that I'm like, I think that I, I mean I was pretty clear in my head that I knew it was gonna work, but I wanted, but I my first phone call was actually to Thad Williams. And because Thad is somebody for those people who are like, oh, of course I mean, and it's not fair to Paul and Frank. I to ask them to be honest, but I know there's gonna be people like, oh, of course they're gonna tell them that it's the good news <laughs> on. But that Thad, as you know, publicly we have yelled at each other on air and I and I not and really and, no. I, and I still get it in comments, deservedly so. But however thad and i that will tell me if i pitch an idea to him and he and he's like i don't know if that'll work because of this this and this his words when i told him he's like this is the way we should have been doing the show from the beginning and he got it understood terry lynn choxel producer told her right away she's like absolutely this is the way we should be doing the show and then i started telling other people about it i'm saying and it just it's going to be and you know i know that fans at first when they'll I think I mean maybe I'm wrong, but I maybe the fans will just embrace it right away. But I always feel like no matter what you do, people always are like, "Well, that's." Yeah. I mean, but I think that this really scratches the back of everybody. Whatever, whatever aspect you like about the Schmodown, this new structure and this new thing that we're going to be doing for the Schmodown is going to scratch everybody's back, no matter why you like the Schmodown. A hundred percent. Yeah,
2: I think that's the most that that's the biggest key out of it all because. You know, for years, people have talked about oh, I really don't like it for this part or I only tune in for this part. And I think I think once this comes out, people will will see and and believe for sure that it really will scratch this back and that back. Mm-hmm. And right.
1: and I think the one will be better for it going forward for for sure. Yeah. It's impossible to please everybody. But I think this is the way you come closest to be able to please everybody.
0: I, I mean, I, I certainly hope so. Was, that was the intent. And it also. You, I just got your Venmo, question. Thank you. You're welcome. And, <laughs> a, and as and as you mentioned, as you mentioned, um, PLD, you know, I, it's 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 fun. It's I'm I have been all I've been doing is thinking about it now. Like you know, like when it was just digital matches, it was hard for me to to get excited about certain things. Cause when I would come up with a storyline, I'm like, I don't know if I can get Dennis over to his place or her place to shoot that scene. And I got in a stream yard scene and I got to play that out. I'm like that. that, And then I got to do that. And that this thing works and all the managers, they want that, that person to headline and that person's not not at headlining aspect yet. They're not there yet. And it's, it was, it was tough and it was hard. And what could you do for two years? It's it just, it's the circumstance you we were put in, but now, and I just got, I got lucky. You know, I was just, I was, sitting around and I was thinking I don't want to I don't want to go into a whole detail yet I'll, after we reveal what it is because once I start to reveal the, the way that it came about I think people start to guess and I don't want people to guess yet. yeah
2: yeah
0: so I started thinking about it and it just it came to me and then I just made phone calls to people that I really wanted to get their input like I called that I called Terry Lynn I called uh Smets and I called Bateman I called uh, uh Roxy I called all these people that I wanted to and more than that because Brad, i remember i think you talked about 100 i call, 100%, I, call, I mean i i after I, it went into just like i want to tell people about it because if people have questions and they don't understand it then i know that okay maybe i don't have this thing the way that i wanted it to because if they have to ask if they, if they have to ask a lot, a lot of questions like well wait but and not like you did frame not. Not the questions were like because you asked you asked great questions inside of it but you were just asking structurally in certain things yeah. but i'm talking about like how like It's you. It always made sense, but you just wanted more information. Um, And everybody just said, why didn't we do this beforehand? Because the way that I've been telling everybody on top of it, I said, one thing I will give away is I've been doing this show wrong for around six years. And I'll make that more clear when the announcement comes out. But I think that you'll I think you'll I think everybody who's watching this will agree um and the reddit threads will start talking about this particular moment and i'm <laughs> really I remember really, what i will say you know what i want to say about that 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 reddit leak and 100% on my children not me i know a lot of people thought that it was and probably even frank thought it was at one point um but i um i it was not me but i will say it was and, and i I want to address that person whoever did it cuz they took down that leak because they saw people getting hurt and other things that were happening. I was never mad at that person. I thought that person, and and if you are that person, you did nothing wrong. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. And I, and I wrote the, I wrote that there was, there's a notorious site. Maybe that's, I just assumed everybody was in our, in our space and understood it. There's a notorious site called We got it covered or we got this covered, whatever. And, and when I read that, that leak, I said, Hey, look at this. We got this covered. It's actually covering the (laughs) Yeah, I think like, 3% 3% of it was like even close to being accurate, but I thought it was smart. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was, and I knew people were going to think it was me too, but I thought it was hilarious where, and then this person saw that it was causing, like, it wasn't that person. It was that there were people inside of our community, people that were close to our community accusing other people, accusing me uh, of doing it. And, so, and I'm like, that's just wrong just wrong to yeah. do like don't that's someone that's people that's someone's job that's someone's integrity like it's wrong to do and it wasn't and it wasn't that person it was just and so so that's that's why i thought that and i and i'm not gonna lie to you i started thinking in my head how can i use that for story <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
0: yeah, could, i and and i already have an idea of somebody who could start to be like the reddit leaker like yeah, now was be yeah. that like you know there's a lots. Of, I've, I've taken things that i've seen on twitter and turned them into storylines i won't say what frank knows but um
2: <laughs> yeah but there's yeah things, there's there's <laughs> there's
0: things that i've turned into other things yeah. things that i've seen that can that would turn into it so so yeah
2: all right so uh going into season nine we have smetz and chandrew uh, first of all talk to me about you know this reveal because i don't, I don't know if you've really yeah. talked about it yet with you know going going like over a with moment Smets the, and-
0: the moment of the year frank the moment yes, of the, you know, the scripted moment. moment
2: of the year. <laughs> that's the
0: stupidest thing that anyone's ever said. Thank God for Brad Gilmore. Uh, and he was so right. He was so right when he's like, So if you have a television show and it went in a certain moment, what's the moment of the year? It's yeah, a moment. Yeah. It's not it's yeah. not scripted moment of the year. It's not trivia moment of the year. It's it's moment of the year. It could be whatever, whatever it is, the moment of that that performance of that person and the emotional attachment that the audience has and why it is a moment of the year. And that's why I think Smet's Smet's one uh
2: was, I'm not. I'm not denying the greatness yeah. of that particular yeah, scripted moment.
0: Oh, I want to make yeah. correction to the award show, by the way. Okay. Um. Because and and Frank, you were confused by it and rightfully so. The faction race was not the closest race, uh, closest race we've ever had. Okay. Oh, okay. The manager was.
2: Manager. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: Six votes. Wow. Six
2: votes. Six. Six votes. Oh, wow.
0: Six votes. Between,
2: between Gucci and Shannon
0: just saying six votes is, is all, is all. Oh, it okay. takes
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and so it was managed. It was manager. It was, it was, and it was, it was a close race. And the other race that was very close was upset of the year. Um, Interesting. So those were the two that were very, very close.
2: I want to say Merle, Janine and Bateman for Betty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so um,
2: okay.
0: okay, but I'm not, I mean, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. But, uh, but either way. So, um, you know, when that when that when that all went down, but the mo- you were you were asking about Smets though in gen- uh, before yeah. busting your balls, yeah. Um, you know oh,
2: what is <laughs> there we go. Hey, we got a soundboard, all right. Yeah. Um you know, what what's you know, approaching Kevin and, yeah. you know, everything that he's been through and and the type of heel that Chandra has become, what was it like trying to f- figure out, you know, the balance between how hard has Smets gotta go and what's what is that all take into consideration everyone's, right. you know, situation no. and how it might come across and yeah, in yeah, yeah. real life and all that.
0: Well, so Kevin's not wrong when, or when, when he, when he had told me about his diagnosis and everything to it, I said, look, man, you're going to beat this thing. And when you, when you do, there will be a spot for you, you know? So I go, and I said to him, I said, this is one of the things that I want you to think of. Cause I know how much this thing means to you. Um, minus, you know, you're obviously your, your wife and your, and your, and your daughter, when you, I want you to put it in your mind. Every time you're going through one of those, uh, w- one of those treatments, I want you to think about that music blasting when, when it's time at spectacular, whenever we have a spectacular and that music plays out and you come back and you push and you push through and the, and the smashing music comes back. And he said, he took that moment and he, and he, and it helped him and helped him move. And I said, that's, and that's what we'll do, you know? And Chandra was always the obvious answer. Um, because of their last match it, it was it was a couple of weeks later that Kevin made the announcement That's you know, right. and, yeah. and Chandru and, and him um you know they work very well together and and it, the thing is with Kevin is that Kevin is a wrestling guy through and through. Um, Kevin, sometimes was was even saying well what if he said this i'm like dude that's that's too far for even chandrew i'm like he can't. He can't <laughs> there was
2: that. some stuff where i was like man yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like he, the yeah. fact that you're signing off oh, i mean yeah yeah
0: yeah i'm like he can't right. he can't he can't say that um but yeah. but they but the thing was that we we went over it and and chandrew um we knew that we, we had to see where it was going to pan out though because there was a possibility because what we did though is that we said that there was a shot that when we started, we started playing this a while, like a a, a while. I mean, Chandra yeah. even, I don't think the had played Robert Parker at this point. Yeah. I don't and think so. Yeah. And then he played Parker and he won. And then he's playing Mike. I go, you know, Chandra could be champion at spectacular. So if Chandra's champion, how do we play it? And it's more, the angle was pretty much the same, except I'll, I'll be coming for that belt. So keep it warm, that type of thing. And then when, he, when Chandru beat Mike or when Mike beat Chandra rather, um, it, we started planting the seeds, and people didn't realize it. But people, we started planting seeds in the in in the post interview, and we said we said, I said to change, where I said, say that this isn't the last that you that we're gonna see of you. And he threw that in there. And then I loved how everybody bought hook, line and sinker that Paul Yama. Oh, was my getting. gosh. Was hilarious. Like how anybody believed that. And I was like, thank God. they <laughs> believe it. Everybody was so mad at me that they're like, how could you give that to he hasn't earned it? I'm like, good. Like, no, in no world is Paul Yama going to get his shot. So, so it was like, yeah, let's just play that out there. We'll keep playing it. And then that will eventually lead to Chandru going crazy because Winston has had enough now and we can then tie that storyline together of what had happened. And, um, and yeah, it really, it worked out. And with, without, without Chandru, that moment doesn't work the way it does because Chandru just really got that audience heated. He got everybody heated. He's just so good. I think um, I, Chandru is just one of the, one of the best, if not the best of all time, as far as really knowing like the true essence of a heel. Like he, yeah. he might, and I'm sorry. And I love, I love Andrew and I love John and what they did was so good. I just, but they, they became likable. Chandra's <laughs> not likable. Yeah. And, and yeah. A, yeah. that's a good thing.
2: And I, yeah, there's different aspects to how, it, how heels have been portrayed, you know, going back with John and Andrew yeah. and now Chandru um, and even Mike Kalinowski as well. I mean, he's kind of, he's. He's likable, not likable. Likable, not likable. And he's, depending he's, on would match.
0: He is, he's a, I think Paul was right. He's a tweener. Whoever, whoever was saying Gucci isn't a heel, morons. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Morons. Uh, <laughs>
0: Gucci's about. There's nothing that he now again is he a likable heel because he's funny. I think yeah. you said who's. I feel that you might have said that. Uh, that he's like he's just kind of that. He's that heel that is the funny. Goofy heel that's running, does like despicable things, but you like him because he's Gucci and he says hilarious
1: crap.
2: Yeah. I guess he's so a shade he's, of heel, just
1: not the different uh, kinds of heels. That yeah. He just Bobby, Heenan,
0: that. Bobby Heenan was the funniest dude ever. 100%. And he was a massive heel, but he was hilarious. And that's, that's I think Gucci, Gucci and, and Kaiser kind of serve. I think Kaiser doesn't, Kaiser now. With Smets and then embracing Smets, I don't know if you really put him in the heel camp um, mm-hmm. anymore. But um, but Gucci, yeah. yeah, Gucci's a total. He's he's likable, and I'm surprised that out of, out of that it was Brad that said that. He always he he he's like nah, Gucci isn't. A Honestly,
2: heel. I was kind of surprised when he agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I guess maybe I'm onto something, uh, or at least you know. Share oh, do you my not opinion. think he's a heel? I, I I call him just he's not a heel. He's a buffoon.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's a he's but so, he's. It's, it's a heel, different. But... it depends on what version of the heel, right? He's, he's yeah. not like Chandru. Yeah. you're not like no, Chandra. No no, no. no, no, we it because Gucci will get laughs. Gucci would get cheers to certain places, right? And you said it, Frank. You're never rooting for Chandru. Like there are circumstances where you were rooting for where you were rooting for guy, where you're rooting for Roka, where you're rooting for Kalinowski. You're never rooting for Chandru. and he doesn't want you to. Like yeah. I and I've said, I may have said it in public, I may not have. When. Everything was going on with the, like when the picture was sent out, and there's just communication errors and stuff too. What he said to me was he's like, he took it down and everything because he wanted to be respectful. But he said, like, what I'm worried about is I saw a couple people agreeing with what me and, and the fact that knowing what I was doing. Does that mean they're going to cheer for me? Because I don't want anyone cheering for me. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. i I not going to cheer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, he's 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 very aware of it. Like he's very aware of it, and he knows because he's a performer, He's a really good performer. So well, that's Trump kind of
1: reminds me of Rowdy Roddy Piper in that way. Like he yeah. knew that you wanted it's, to get booed, and he would do despicable things to me. Whereas guy was kind of more of like the Rock as a heel, like where he kind of got the catchphrases, and he kind of like he won people over, and that's when it was a different side at, that.
0: It, of- but uh, eventually, 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 and that's we, right. and that's why we gave him that angle because he just because guys got so much charisma. That right. it's like, yeah. and so does Chandra, but different, right? And guys got that. Eventually, there's only so long guy can do that because guy does have that that thing about him where you want it. That's why he's so good at his, as a commentator now too, because you you like hearing him, you like talking. He's he's just he's got that he's got that thing. So it's just it's it's too hard, and it's in wrestling too. It's too hard to keep somebody that, and eventually that might be the same case for Chandra, you know, right. like because if there's enough people that are coming in down the line and then somebody who hasn't earned it tries to take a shot at, at like chandrew and people because people schmodown hardcore fans you respect chandrew like yes. how do you not respect yes. what chandrew has done and chandrew going up and look chandrew drove me crazy when he first started the league he drove me crazy and i he was he was a good guy and he was dancing and he told he had just beaten brandon hannah and he like goes after him like just Blatantly because he's very good with words and his insults and destroys Hannah in the post. And I'm like, dude, you're a babyface. You can't do that. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, sorry. And I'm like, I'm like, I gotta turn this guy heel. I'm like, I gotta. And it was one of the best things that I that I ever did because he's just electric as a heel. He knew. He knew what his job was. Yeah. That's spectacular. And he and he did it.
2: Are there any, you know, rookies from last year that were that were leaning into the heel persona that you think could have a big year this year? Um, given the fact that, you know, we're doing scenes again. And is that, a, is that a factor in terms of who you can kind of potentially build up to, I'm not saying rival Chandru, but, you know, throw another wrench, uh, in this thing.
0: hundred percent Radis, uh, Lomas, Paige for Betty. Um, those are three names that I think of right away that I think had an impact with not only the audience, but really want to get involved in, in, you know, locking into story. And what I will say is that there are a lot of people now that now we're coming back into studio. I've gotten phone calls and had great conversations with competitors that in the past had just been concentrated on the trivia that want to get involved in storylines. And And I had a great conversation with the, uh, with I'll just say competitor. I don't know if they they want their name revealed yet, but I but I'd say I had a great conversation with a competitor who I always thought just wanted to do trivia, but this competitor was like, no, I'm not. I mean I'm not an actor per se, but I want to I'd I'd love to as long as we're on the same page and we do everything. And now people are getting more involved that way, and yeah, and they're getting excited about it, and it's it's been great to to see. Um, but as far as last season, yeah, Radis to me, Radis and Lomas right away, they just they just got it like that. You know, you knew that they were. They were really good characters, um, and I think there's other people that that have potential for sure. I think uh, oh oh oh, Ty Lieberman.
2: Oh yes, Ty. Uh, this yeah, is a good one. Great.
0: Ty, Ty Lieberman's going to have a big year, I think. Um, yeah, Ty, Ty Lieberman for sure. Um, I think Ty Lieberman is is a is is a gem. I think Ty Lieberman, Ty Lieberman has a has a chance to, to do some stuff, Chandru-esque, but he's still he's still going to lean into that humor side of it though he's going to be more of like the, the funny heel you yeah you'll, you'll root against him but he's still going to make you laugh um right. because he's just he's just so he's do, he's so despicable
2: yeah he's got like a smarmy he's, type he's, of vibe yeah,
0: but he's funny and he's yeah funny, yeah and he's obnoxious and but you want to hear what he's gonna say i think he's gonna have a good year um we'll hold later <laughs> Go leader. I think go leader is another one like that could have, I mean, he definitely hit the potential. Thomas Harper, you know, he's That's leaning right. into that heel thing right now that I think is interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean Amuru Moses, I think that for Amr is just a is as a just a likable guy in general. Mm-hmm. He's there are a lot of Schmodown characters that are just themselves, you yeah. know. Dan Merrill being one of those people. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. And they were able to play inside of the scenes. And Amaru did that um, with Saul, who's another person I think could have a big year. You know, um, Saul just has to. Saul had some big games last year. But Saul, and he knows it, and he he's just got to gotta step up when the big moments hit. Um, like in, in the other moments when you got to get to the big moment, Saul was lights out. Right. But when it got to the big moment. He wasn't able to deliver and he knows it. It's, I'm not saying anything that he doesn't, that he's not aware of. Amr Moses is the opposite of that. Like, I knew Amr Moses was was good. You hear him, but like, he shook up the champ and almost knocked him on his ass um, uh, and, and had him beat and yeah. went back to the future question. And, you know, I know there's the the argument uh, and the difficulty of the Mahershala Ali thing. That welcome to the Shimoda. But, <laughs> I'm sure uh, yeah. it, it, you know, but, but either way. That kid, that I always liked him, but he really won me over as he's a he's a threat in the IG. Like he he could be champion tomorrow.
2: I think once once we saw him in person at Collision, played so that's when that at least for me that's when I turned around and go oh okay, I think he's he can really be something in this division. That's a pretty tough division once you get to the top, uh, you know, with the likes of Kalinowski and Mara and Parker and all that. Um, Yeah, I think Amaru. I think at Collision, at least for me. That's when he turned you know, my attention to him being like, OK, he's not just some other guy who just made it to this spot. He's really going for it. And I thought he delivered a collision and he delivered against Kalinowski. Just, you know, the look of the draw there for his uh, his final questions. What
0: happens? You know, I mean, how many yeah. times has Mike been on the other side of that? Anybody, anybody been on the other side of that? You know, it's like so that that that's part of the game. And that but that actually actually, actually that gives you that. that that turned you into either a really good competitor or someone who just doesn't want to do it. And, and I think Amaru is, is definitely the one who wants to do it again. He wants, he wants to play and he's going to be, so I can even, I, I guess I can even say, uh, he's, he's going to have a match coming up okay. sooner than later, sooner than later. Um, so that'll, that'll be, because basically what's going to happen is we're going to have Chandru and, and Smets start off the pay-per-view, which I'm sure we'll get into in a second. Um, and then once That's over. Those two will wind up playing someone else, and then the winner of that will play Mike.
2: So it's not. So we're setting, we're trying to set up a number one contender match uh, basically between Chandry Smets, another matchup with yeah, and then those guys will play number one contender to take on
0: Mike. Mike. Yeah, Chandra and Smets is not a number one contender match.
2: Yeah. Okay. um, Can we talk about the undercard then for this pay per view? Because. People have been wondering, you know, because it's a huge matchup between Smith and Chandra. What do you, what do you have for us as an appetizer to kick things
0: off? It's gonna be a fun one. The official undercard will be Video Drew and her partner Claudia Dolph versus the Wildberries. So the Wildberries will have their first match against Video Drew. And Claudia Dolph, who will be playing together, and 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 there is going to be, um, yeah, it's their video. Drew and Claudia Dolph have decided to play against the the Wildberries. It was offered to uh, to them, and they're going. They decide they're going to try it. We don't know if they're going to be an official team yet. They haven't decided. Okay. They want to see how they they want to see how right. they play together, and that's the beauty of this season. You can see a lot of that this season. You can see dream teams that you never thought you would see, or people that you would hope to see, personalities kind of coming together to play, and new things happening, and new people showing up. And it's it's um yeah it's it's pretty exciting to watch that. I mean, Video Drew has wanted to play Josh McCouga for a very long time. <laughs> okay. um, yeah so this is going to happen and just uh, what i will say is just to see the first scene that you're going to see with them is uh is something pretty extraordinary
2: yeah i think <laughs> getting Wildberries, you know josh mcuga all, all all four of them i think will be very interesting in a match and uh, because video drew is she has been getting a lot better over yes, the past and- few seasons. And I'll be curious to see how, you know, how she performs in this this opening match, essentially, for season nine. Yeah. Um,
0: first match is the, first, is absolute, yeah. the first, They will be opening the season. Yeah.
2: And That's now great. and now talk about the scenes, though. I mean, yeah. what's. You know, because of the availability of people um, to the L.A. area, you know, yeah. what kind of hurdle is that for you in terms of creating scenes, even though if there's people out of out of state that you wish could be in scenes, and you know, how does that affect your game plan moving forward with storylines?
0: So some of that I can answer now and some of it I can probably answer after the pay-per-view. Right. Um, because the way that we're doing it uh, this year is I'm going to focus more so on the out of towner. Question, right? Because that's that's a that's been that's a main thing is how are you going to get all these people that, like, uh, yeah. for example, let me let me address the leak of of Griffy Newman not coming back. He's hundred <laughs> percent. I spoke to him last well, week. Well, you
2: know, he didn't have an acceptance speech, Christian, so that confirms it. Saying, that confirms it.
0: That was funny, and and <laughs> and I just and he's he's actually he felt terrible about it. We it, yeah. the last second, he's he it actually worked pretty well that he didn't do it, um, because then he wrote me he's like I missed the deadline for it. I'm sorry. Can I post something out on on my Twitter? I feel bad. He felt bad because he felt he, he let the fans down. I was like, no, no, it 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 actually works into this. It's I'm probably gonna fit. I'm probably gonna turn the Griffey Newman. You know, not wanting to come back thing into a storyline—that um, would be fun. Yeah. So I'll probably wind up doing that. But but either way, um, he he's coming back. He's coming back. Um, but we don't know yet when, when yet. Okay. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be something. It's it's not for him there from when we're going to shoot and the way that we're going to shoot. Availability is more so. It could be anybody that's in L.A. It's like, hey, we're shooting on these days. Are you available? And there are people in L.A. that are like. Like, for example, I had a really big matchup plan for this weekend, but one of the main people isn't in town, so I have to move it to the other one, and i got to maneuver it into when it, it's going to air, and it's just it's I'm learning now how to maneuver the shoot dates into air dates and all that as we are, are putting these things together. But um, the way that it – so I come from the old-school stand-up comedy world of things too, and when a headliner comes in, for example, like when Marisol McKee needs to – defend the title we're going to be able to fly her out we're going to put up we have we've have made sure like every show no matter what you do you have a budget for the year and so we have a budget that we know that we have x amount of competitors that we're going to if we need them we're able to fly them out but we don't have a lot yeah so in the old school stand-up comedy way of things when i used to start out it was hey this comedy club in west palm beach and they said if you can get here over the weekend we have a spot for you if you can that's cool but if you have but if you're able to get here, we have a spot for you. So I send out an email and I say, Hey, you let me know if you're gonna be available, if you're gonna be in the Los Angeles area. If you are, I can fit you in and I can make and I can put you in a match. And what I'll probably do for that weekend, if someone's flying out, I'll make sure to use them two or three times within the course of that weekend so and space it out so that way, you know, that way we 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 can use it. We can whether it's team's matches, IG matches if, if somebody's a triple threat, then I could use that and put it at a different time and and we have it all kind of lined out. It's just a matter of knowing the contender shot of okay, what happens if that person war- wins and that person wins and and you just lay it all out, but it's it's not as difficult as you might think. And, and see and scenes, too I'd assume same, yeah. Same, because we're going to try to do all those scenes within, and again, that that stuff will explain itself a lot more. Like once you once you get once once the pay per view, I wouldn't miss the pay per view though. I'll tell you that. And it's one of the especially if you want to see and and for and I guess that kind of lays into patrons in general, right? Is that patrons as we've already kind of thrown out those tiers and the new things? There's so much for patrons now, and once you see how pay per views are going to work, once you get this first pay per view, and you and my goal is that after you watch this first pay-per-view, you're going to go, well, every pay-per-view is going to be like that. Then then I'm then I'm signing up.
2: And now I think another question in terms of, you know, how, how matches are going to work, you know, in terms of how they air, you know, yeah. for singles teams. And then there's the questions of intergeekdom geekdom and Star Wars. Star Wars was a large part, you know, a lot of these players aren't yeah. local to L.A. Um, can you speak more to the volume of matches for Star Wars, you know, officially coming into this, this season now?
0: Yeah, Star Wars is going to be the bummer one that I've seen that people, you know, I I, I saw it. I saw uh, whether it was Reddit or Facebook group that people were bummed about it. And I understand. But it's yeah. um, we, the Star Wars was, was never a a, a a division that was super focused on before the pandemic. It just it just wasn't. It was it was Alex Damon competed like two or three times a year, you know, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And because you forget the way I mean. You know the the pure Schmodown historian, which are a ton of tons of them, Frank being one of them, will remember that what happened during like we were we were kind of making this stuff up as we went with the in 2020, and we all thought like a couple of weeks it'd be like oh we're gonna be back oh we're gonna be back in studio in a couple of weeks we're gonna we're gonna be back you know, yeah. and then it's like because at one point I was gonna do just a tournament that didn't mean anything for points and nobody wanted to do that so then
2: oh yeah yeah and then <laughs> yeah. and
0: then I was like okay what if we do a Star Wars tournament on Twitch? Because the honest answer was, well, because if it doesn't work out, it's the Star Wars division. We got a couple matches and we build up a couple of contenders and then we just don't do Star Wars anymore. And then it was like a massive hit. And, you know, and the story of Andres Cabrera and what he did and the way he went through that tournament and, and what he was able to do. And people don't give Andres enough credit for, Andres really built out the Star Wars division in this modern era. Like, yes, Demolanta and Damon had legendary matches and the rise of Thomas Harper and Nikki DeMolanta. But Andres Cabrera was the first digital star Wars star. He really was, um, or, or, you know, or the, or or whatever, the virtual, whatever the hell we call it. But it, it, but he was the first one. And, That's why it and because those that that tournament was so exciting. We're like, oh, let's do a couple more of them, and then we'll do a couple more of them, and then when it when it turned out that we were going to do some more matches and do more Star Wars tournaments, then it became more of a thing for the managers to want to draft them and play them and 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 do that. And it's just this, it it's just so deep cutty and so hard to do all the time that you know there there might it's for this season. It's going to be laid back a bit. You know, we might get one or two before celebration the idea is that we would do something at celebration for sure and do you know a panel and we just we but the same thing you got to get approved for panels got to do certain things so we're not even approved for anything yet so we have to we got to do some more um follow-up and all that but um the goal would be that there's at least three star wars title matches this year there's usually five title matches in each division the goal would be anywhere between two or three for star wars
2: and and now also you know with this new reboot era you know season nine yeah. how does that affect you know can you talk about how it how it affects the factions and they're still going to exist but it, it seems like it's going to be a division unto its own uh, uh you know a, a little bit separate from kind of like the fun matches we're having yeah you know like Ryleberries and, and Video Drew and Clyde Dolph and things of that nature um how does how does the faction system gonna operate in this reboot system if you will
0: it's fully scaled back. I mean, it's the best answer I can give an honest answer, you know, that people can 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 not like or like now it's fully scaled back and it'll play more in the story stuff and it will matter. But it won't. If that makes sense. It's just like just talking with all the managers and it's it also it 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 made it less fun for managers too, guys. It really did. It made it like less fun for them because that's like the, the stress that they had to deal with. And like Shannon deserved that manager year more than, you know the the effort and what she does not that anybody else did any less but like the the emotional the I, I want to give the managers an emotional break yeah uh, this year and and let and and also I also want to utilize Shannon and Roxy and and all and, and these actresses that I have and these actors that I have I want to utilize them they've been so wrapped up in trying to win points and putting this thing in and, and being an advocate for somebody who doesn't have a match and all that. And they got, that's not why they got involved. They got involved to be part of a show. And, and I know that it's just one of those things where, and, and as a fan, I would feel the same way when you're looking and you're going, well, but I got invested in the faction points. I got invested in, in caring for this. That's why I'm really like locked into it. I understand what I would ask you is, is, allow me to present another alternative to get you invested in a different way.
2: So it's just, it's you talk about, it's me, a more scaled down version of a faction race. race. Will there still yeah. be a, I, a faction championship? That's you know, really,
0: honestly, Frank, I don't really know the answer to that question to right now. I really don't. Like I had, I had ideas of what I wanted to do with it. And that's like, is it too confusing? And I said, it might be. And mm-hmm. it, it might be, I don't know. I, I don't, the, the honest answer is we don't need it anymore. With, with what I'm about to announce at the pay-per-view, we don't need it. Right. Um, I know that people are just used to it over the last couple of years, but I mean, yeah. what I can say is that here's what I'm going to tell the fans, and you can be part of this. We can even do something where we're, we're for those people that are in factions, because there's going to be a lot of rogue players, so those people are in factions that we're still counting points and stuff too, and if it becomes confusing, and it becomes, you tell me, and I'll write in the storyline that <laughs> we decide that we don't want it anymore. It's like, we we want to go back to making a show like everybody like we had a yeah. whole town hall with the entire roster and all the producers and everybody. And Everybody's just so amped to make a fun show for the fans like we want you to be able to watch the show and feel the same way you do when you watch some other piece of content. And we want to make sure that we put this in your library of things that you want to watch. Like as Paul said, like you must watch TV. We want you to be able to say, oh, I can't miss the showdown. I can't miss it i got to watch it. And when it comes to one particular match for three points, it's like that it served us well. It served us well Mm -hmm. for two years. It really did. But this is, to me, the reason I'm excited is because, to me, this is the show that I think that I should have been doing seven years ago.
1: I mean, I think he put it best once. There was a rigidity to the whole thing last year with the factions yeah. and everything else. Like, as far as, like, free-for-alls go and as far as, like, you'd have to have somebody drop somebody to bring somebody up. Now we can just, like, for free-for-all, you'd have surprises come back from You don't know one.
0: who's going to show up. You don't know I mean, who's going to show up, when they're going to show up, how they're going to show up. If there are going to be new managers that pop up out of nowhere, there's going to be new players that show up out of nowhere. If, if, if an FCL player comes in out of nowhere and, and, and is now, you know, you, you don't have to be drafted, as you said. And the flip side of that, if it, it, an MTS player can play a match in, in FCL now, and you're like, what the hell would happen? How did that, that person show up? And it's like, it's just, we, it, so what I, I buy a Booker T on recently. And so the way that I always looked at it was that it was 80, it was 50, 50 sports entertainment and 50% sports back in the Collider era. Right. Yeah. You guys say that that's accurate. Mm-hmm, 100%. Yeah. So the last Two years, I think we've been 80% sports and around 20% sports entertainment. Well, we're going to go around 75 80% sports entertainment this year and 20% sports. All of the all of the matches, all of the trivia, the same rankings, the same way that we've always done it in the past, but you're going to get more theatricality. And for people who go, well, I just watched this for the trivia, just wait until my announcement. You'll be fine.
2: And, the, and, and so I think what had been talked about or discussed or i don't know if those you know in terms of who's gonna be rogue and who's gonna be in factions when yeah. when when can we expect you know that those ty- those kinds of announcements can we expect one right now can we you know next week um
0: i see what you did there but no you, yeah. um so, so as far as far as the announcements go you're gonna start seeing them probably if this come out on saturday you probably start seeing them as early as monday or tuesday um that's when it'll that's why i say when it rains it pours so there'll be you're gonna find out From certain managers, who they might be keeping, um, who they might be letting go, who they might be picking up. You might see players say where they're going, where they're leaving. You might see players maybe stepping down. You might see managers then wanting to get some new people. I mean, there's there's tons of stuff that you might see. Um, That's why I would highly recommend putting on the notifications to the Schmodown YouTube channel now because what's going to happen... um, We're going to give you all that information through little videos that are coming up. And once we get to the pay-per-view, those obviously will stop, but you might be lost if you're not paying attention, whether it's the notifications on YouTube or whether it's where we'll be posting them on Instagram, we'll be posting them on, on, on Facebook and, and on Twitter. So, anywhere you get your smowdown news and checking, obviously, checking Reddit and, and the Facebook group because they'll be updating, obviously, and they'll start yeah. having those announcements. And I would highly encourage that more people in the Facebook group and in Reddit start having those conversations about when those announcements come out because there's going to be some major ones. Um, and so, other people will want to know because I've seen, I'm seeing. All the Facebook stuff, like, hey, there's no, there's no hype on the season yet. Nobody's talking about it. Easy. It's what's a,
2: what's a, what would be like a variation of a major announcement? You might say, what would what, what, what might what might that look like to expect? It
0: should get you on the interview shows when I'm talking to people with <laughs> Star Wars or not. <laughs> uh, so a variation of of something like, let's say that a particular manager and someone that was on their team last season that we think, hey, I wonder if that person's still going to be on that team. And they'll have a little conversation, and we'll find out by the end of that conversation if that person is staying with them or if they are indeed going somewhere else.
2: Interesting, interesting. Um, and, and kind of playing into the storylines, you know, we, we there were some that were played into last season before they kind of got shut down. Yeah. Um, yeah, before I think I... you go with
0: that, before you go with that, I can also further up that that question to uh, Frank. Is that what I will? People will be asking this, I'm sure. You will not get. Like everybody, you, the faction they, can, they can't have more than five people on their faction. We know okay. that, yeah. right? You will right. not get managers who are going to fill out their f- full factions within the next two weeks. They might do it throughout the season.
2: Okay, a manager okay.
0: could go. A manager could go into a, a season with one person. They could go in with three. They could go in with five. They can drop people throughout. They could start with somebody. They could lose somebody. Somebody can announce that they're going somewhere, and then they could wind up going with someone else. All those trades and rumors. and things. How exciting was season six or seven, rather, Seven. Yeah. When, when all those oh, trades were happening?
2: Oh, that was great. That and was then awesome,
0: they didn't man. happen at all last year because nobody wanted to get rid of anybody that they had, and there weren't those people turning on anybody. There wasn't yeah. any of that stuff. Well, that's out the window. You never know who's going to stay with who, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. The people you think are never going to oh, those two would never break up. They they love each other.
2: Oh boy, oh and boy, <laughs> you doing? Okay, you never know. Um, what I was, what I also want to ask is, you know, in terms of storylines that were kind, you know, that we were doing last season, saw some people in Facebook or in Reddit talk yeah. about are these storylines just completely been dropped now because you know you stop doing them? Sure. Um, uh, you don't have to name which ones, or if if you want, you can obviously. But is there any storyline that you know that we dropped or stopped doing you know last season that won't be continuing, or that you're excited to continue on and see how that progresses? There's I'll definitely a particular.
0: Story, there's definitely a particular storyline that was supposed to be concluded at the spectacular that we just didn't have enough time for. Um, and I'm actually, to be honest with you, am very excited that we didn't because I actually wrote the scene already of how it's gonna conclude and you might see that sooner than later okay yeah
2: all right is there um any other aspect of this coming season that you're particularly excited about aside from the format i think we talked about that up top is there anything else that you're particularly excited about doing this year that you know that you that you're glad to revisit or is it something brand new uh, in conjunction with everything we've talked about so far
0: well, I am very excited, as I mentioned beforehand. Too, it's it's pretty great that Thad Williams has has officially joined the yeah. Skybound team. Um, and Terry Lynn Troxel, who, like, I I can't even I, I have to rave about these two because I um when I started at Skybound doing the stuff, I I wanted Thad to come with me back then. uh it just didn't work out, and then um so actually almost twice. Like, so I don't know if in 2000 and I don't know if people know this or if I had said it before I might have, I don't know. In 2019. No, shoot. 2018, 2018, while I was still working at Collider, I had met with Skybound and I was going to, I was, it was before we even really were, t- took the Schmodown down on the road and I was going to, I was going to leave Collider and go to Skybound Um like then. It just didn't work out. Um Thad was one of the people I was going to take, was going to try to take with me. Um, and that, that didn't happen at that time. And then it wound up happening. I met with them in 2019 and it did happen. And again, it just didn't work out with that. So third time was a charm. Um, and he just, he knows the show very well. Obviously he was a character on the show very well. And we just bounce back and forth and, and working in this new studio and, and working at the stuff that we're, we're doing and the overall look at it and him knowing the vision that I want now it's great. And then like, I I work very well with Terry Lynn and the idea of what we're doing now and putting things together and and new structure. I guess this is something that we, I've kind of mentioned, but we can, like something that Frank is doing. Um, We're going to be doing stuff during the week that we will be pulling clips from matches of certain like IP driven content. Right. And this is one of the things that Terry Lynn and I have been working on pretty hardcore. Um, When, there's a particular there's well there's two i guess i can make two announcements of i know that we i don't know if we've actually announced this publicly or not but frank will be taking clips from a match and let's say that it's the week the batman comes out and there's some batman questions in a particular match or maybe even in two matches for that that week frank will piece those out there'll be a big thumbnail it says batman trivia and if you're brand new to the show and you want to check out what the Schmodown is about or if you just want to see if you're any good at that uh, that particular question, questions, then you'll watch it. Then the other thing that we're going to be doing are full on IP matches this year that will not be exclusive to Patreon. We are doing exclusive Patreon, exclusive Patreon matches like we always have mm-hmm. or exclusive content, I should say. It's not just it's not it, there might be TV trivia show down on on Patreon. There might be all these other things that just pop up. There's an exclusive piece of content that you would get for Patreon. But um we are going to be doing I don't know if it's not once a month, but we're going to be doing it throughout the year. We're going to be doing IP driven matches. So whether it's a Marvel match or a Batman match or um whatever it might be, it's going to be it's going to be a full-on match that will be for the public for anybody to watch and then those those will drop um so that's something fun that we're going to be doing this year and terry lynn has been kind of leading the charge on that and courtney luby has been um handling the exhibition matches on patreon um kim Bowden and and uh, has been doing the uh the editing and and running the post team over there so it's the f- first time because of all of us are are coming out of this thing it feels like you know um yeah that we all feel like it's it's vibing in a way it was it was just hard to do because everybody was so secluded everybody was looking through their computers and now now it's it just seems like it's fitting together and, and working but you know fingers crossed
2: and uh i think one of the other questions that i had about coming into uh this season you know again was about was about something it was what, about something you lost it it. It. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was about
1: it was about Shit. I you, and this is going back you had you, you said that your idea of the faction points might be too confusing or things like that i want yeah. to make sure that the question that i had is we have managers who might come back and manage these role play like we have rogue players for example yes but they might have representation like, are they going to be able to like slide themselves into the faction race, as it were? If, if yes. Yeah. So
0: way? basically, the way it's going to work to start off the season is that if if no matter who it is, if it's if it's let's say it's Winston and and Coy, have two people going up against each other. The only thing that we probably will take away this year is the is the minus one of the KO right and the TKO because I think it it it, it kind of makes the players feel pretty crappy. You know, they're they're letting their factions down and stuff. So, and again, we want to stick with the, the, the fun aspect of it. But the points for those, but let's say a random rogue player, that is playing i can say right now um i'll, I'll make an announcement that, that video drew is going to be a rogue player as you already know from she's not so that, that people would probably be asking does that mean that video drew is not with the dungeon she's not coming back to the dungeon she's going to go on her own she's going to be rogue and so is and so is claudia Dolph. so right now you know that that team is a rogue team right the wildberries are a rogue team it's not a faction points thing right now chain drew and smetz right now right now right now it seems that Smets is with the dungeon. Maybe you would assume you would think so. Yeah. You would I think would so. That. And if that's the case, then, and Chandru is not with anyone. So what that would be is because it's a inner geek to match. It would be three points for the dungeon, but Chandru trying to just blow those points out of the water and make right. it with nothing. But right. if Chandru was on a faction, then it would be the winner would get three points.
2: And, and speaking of fun though, here's, here's what I wanted to ask you about was, this wild card rule that we have yeah. now in oh, round yeah. two, um, you know, PLD and I and the rest of the group, PJ, Mara, Ben, Bibbs, you know, we're going through this rule and testing it out. I'm curious on your thoughts, you know, on the wild card rule, and, and how do you think it will impact games going forward and matches going forward? Um, you know, just a little bit of a hiccup or not a hiccup, but a change in the format of how the game is played.
0: Um, you know, I don't know. I, it was one of those ones that I, like, I got sent a lot of things in when I was looking through the, um, the changes that were, because the, the committee, the writing committee went through, they met for a countless amount of hours, tested things out and then pitched it to me. And there was a lot of stuff that I said no to. And there was a lot of stuff said, yes, I said yes. To, yes. to This one pretty quick because I like, I, I hated the, the the digital wheel. Um, There was, there was nothing, there was nothing we could do about it, but it just kept hitting opponents and spinners choice. And I was so pissed off about it. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like every single time opponents, spinners, opponents, spinners. And when this came up, this idea, it really, it changes the game and it changes the strategy. And I thought it was a really good idea and a different way to do it. And it's, and it's what it does is it makes it what I like, what I've always liked about the Schmodown is it's just a different game. It's a different game. It's a unique game. And this adds to the uniqueness of it. And I thought that that's why I really liked it. Um, then there was some other you guys talked about it, ridiculous rule that Bateman, I think, came up with that he that he admits is ridiculous about <laughs> yeah, the yeah. the <laughs> third round about you can do this and do that. And I he pitched, I said, just stop.
1: <laughs> I do I, I don't yeah. want,
0: I said I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, it's it's it sounds way too confusing. And he said we played it and it was way too confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um there's a lot like the 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 one that was highly contested was the whiteboards and Frank, you nailed it, you said it perfectly. It's not good television. When people are in the second round writing things down, it looks terrible. In the first round, you're both writing it down; it's part of the game, and then you show it. In the yeah. second round, oh wait, no, 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 it's it's horrible. It's hard. It looks yeah. terrible. And and so um, and I will and I push back on the fact that it's not just the Thomas Harper rule. It's, it's, yeah. Like, it's not. Yeah, oh, it's not. It's it's everybody start, was doing it, and it was it was it's it's just not good television. And and it's and Frank also said it. Part of the game is can you think on your feet. Can you get it when, when when you're up there instead of like doing the studious thing? No one wants to watch people studying in class. You want to like look at their eyes when they're trying to come up with the answers and try to figure it out. When when Jeff Snyder and JTE are going back and forth thinking about it in the second round, you know, Jeff, like, hold on, JTE. And it's like Reddit. that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, it's so. So that's that was one of the main reasons because there was a there was it wasn't a, it wasn't unanimous. There was a fight on it from from both sides.
2: There was actually uh, in in our discussions. There was yeah. you know some arguments for it and and I I mean I was personally against it. I'm not obviously I'm not that's no secret. No. Um, do because- you hear something funny
0: though, Frank? About that, the way that it was sent to me, like oh, so we're gonna keep boards in? I go no,
1: we're not. <laughs> <And> they,
0: <laughs> oh. they, they, they're like yeah, but most people voted on that we would keep it. I was like, what I see is it's split and. I'm the deciding vote. (laughs) No, (laughs) it is. Yeah. 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 I hate that stupid thing. I I can't stand it. Um, But yeah. But yeah, it just
2: speaks more to the, you know, the in-studio element of, you know, because you're going to be, these matches are fun and you're going to be interacting perhaps with your competitor or, you know, shouting back at the audience and and that's part of the fun of it. But if you're just concentrated on your board, you're, you're really secluding yourself in the match and you're not really interacting with anybody else. People will differ um, on the Facebooks and on the reddits and that's fine, but this is how it is.
0: And it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But this is, but this is also the thing, like I said, and I'm very aware and I'm, and I, and I've, I've actually come to terms with it and, and, and you'll see why once I, once I make the announcement. But when I first started this show and I would see people say like, I just watch this for the trivia. And I, and I used to go, like, well, it's a whole show, watch the whole show, you know, but now I, I there's some people who are just going to watch it for the trivia and yeah. I get it and I understand that. And that's why when I promise you, when I make my announcement, you'll be very happy. However, for those people who those people also, I'm also going to give you an opportunity to really get invested in the show in a way that you never have before. And. Um, and it's gonna, and, and I, once we do make the announcement, I'd like to come back on here and we'll talk about it more. And that's the other thing I want people to know too, is that Rundown is gonna be a place for more uh, big announcements and more of a place where like competitors will come in and announce certain things. There might be certain interviews from people that will reveal things. So I would also suggest not only subscribing to this podcast on, you know, whatever the feed is, on the Movie Trivia Shmo on feed, yeah. but, um, but also hitting the notifications to make sure you get updated on here. Um. Because you're gonna you're gonna get a nice it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good reboot is the best word that I think I saw some people going, I hate the reboot name. It's the most accurate name that we've ever had for any season.
2: Okay. And I think if Bill, if you don't have any last question, I have one more for for the chairman here. And it comes from William Bibiani, and he says, hmm. How is Shazam doing in his all-time team's rankings? Who does he think has what it takes to beat them to beat Shazam. Oh, that's a good question. Well,
0: apologies. Apologies. <laughs> um, I would yeah. I would say right now it's hard to not put them at the number two spot. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would I I mean look they they're I I kid they're probably up there with the Patriots for me. Patriots, you got to realize the Patriots have a very I I have a I have a thing in my heart for the Patriots on sure. what they did. I don't care what era you're in. They defended the title six times. It is not easy to do in any game, in any era, against anybody. Like it is not easy to do. However, it is also not easy to go twelve and two in this yeah. In, yeah. right now, yeah. as this defending three times, very hard to, very hard to push back on anyone who says that Shazam is the best. It's it's it's. It was easier for me to say it before Spectacular. I can't say it now because they, they have an end. After what they did to Lightning Time, I mean, they, Lightning Time was beating some really good teams, and they dismantled sure. Lightning Time. Yeah, um, they, they beat uh, King Arthur fairly easy, you know. Even though it was it was down to the wire, but it was they didn't really look like they broke a sweat doing it. Um, yeah. And then they, you know, they they the way that they won the titles, the defense against corruption, hard to argue. So I'd probably, to be honest, as I'm not goofing around, I probably I would have them tied with the Patriots. It's going to be, and I but if with frank when he says that you're that they're number 1 i understand yeah. um i just for me the patriots are it's going to be very hard to throw the patriots for me um and you know it's just they they just did something very special in an era that was um it was like that that the, that era was the golden era for us you 100%. know and and so now, as we get into a new era, they're they're the kings. They're the kings right now. But I gotta go get my my family food. Otherwise, I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be number one or two in my house. <laughs> there you go. Number All right.
2: That's that is the chairman Christian Harlow. Thanks for joining us and dropping some knowledge on us. Uh, mm-hmm. And we we'll look forward to. Uh, february 26th and the start of season nine
0: get that pay-per-view man i'm telling you you don't want to miss that announcement because you're going to be seeing it you're going to be watching it with everybody and how do you miss smetz and chandrew and the Wildberries and video drew and claudia Dolph? i mean it is a massive beginning of season nine you have to get there you got to watch it you got to check it out and see what the hell we're going to be talking about plus the fact i think that if you watch this pay-per-view you will understand immediately what we're doing this season
2: looking forward to it and uh well i guess we'll see everyone next week. See ya. All right. Do me a favor, please.
1: Get out of here. Get out of here, man. Shit. All
2: right.
1: All right. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything.